Hey, everybody. This is Patrick, the Chief Monkey and founder of Wall Street Oasis. Just wanted to first off say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Second, wanted to make sure for any of you in the market for financial modeling training, remind you that Wall Street Oasis does have some incredible financial modeling training courses, including Excel modeling, financial statement through, you know, linking up the three statements, DCF, valuation, M&A, LBO, um, even more niche courses like 13-week cash flow, venture capital course, real estate modeling, you name it. Go ahead and check them out at wallstreetoasis.com slash courses. Thanks for the support. Hello and welcome. I'm Patrick Curtis, Chief Monkey of Wall Street Oasis, and this is Monkey to Millions, a show where you get a front row seat as I mentor young students and professionals to try and help them break into their dream jobs. In the first cohort, you'll meet four students, all preparing for intense job interviews while trying to also balance a personal life and schoolwork. The goal of this show is to shine a light on the struggles of trying to break into competitive positions with a non-traditional background and to give you a roadmap for your own success. My hope is that as you get to know these four impressive students, you're inspired to dream big. Remember, these are real people and this is their true story. Let's get to it. In this session, Victor shares some big news and when he'll be starting his new job. We then talk about how to position himself for a path to private equity, and I give him a dose of reality. From there, we discuss a plan for passing his series exams and carving out time to invest in himself daily. Enjoy. Okay, Victor, offline some interesting updates, but let's uh, let's <laughs> dive into uh, the, the career-oriented stuff. Um, and yeah, give me an update. I know you just got back from a little mini vacation, well-deserved after, you know, working crazy hours for many, yeah. many months. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about, uh, what's going on. Fidelity is starting when? Uh, Fidelity starts, uh, next Monday, this upcoming Monday. Awesome. Okay. They told me that I think, uh, I was on the phone with one of the, like a uh, welcoming team members. Mm-hmm. They told me that, uh, uh, I think because of this Delta version, they are kind of putting on a hold going back to office. It's mm-hmm. gonna be working from home, eight to five. Okay. Uh, for the first few months, they're gonna basically train us how to kind of take the test and you know get those licenses, license seven and sixty-three and whatnot. So the till December, I think I'm not gonna see office at all. If I do, maybe it's just one day just to go kind of sign up papers. Yeah. Um so you have, far, have you taken uh, SIE yet? Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Okay. Not yet. That might be something you can start actually training on if you want. There's a SIE um, on WSO. There's an SIE kind of um, course. Well, we, we promote it. It's not our course. It's um, SIE. Uh, yeah. It's a SIE the, is kind of like the base exam you need to take before you take the seven and all the others now. Okay. So that actually you don't need um, a sponsor or anything. Anybody can take the SIE. Oh yeah. What is the, what does SIE stand for? Is that it's like, like securities a, and information exchange something? It's it's okay. basically like the series seven sixty six, but it's like the base one that you need to pass before you can take the others. I think that the other yes. ones are called like top off top off exams. Yeah, yeah something like that. So I, I think they'll probably have you take the SIE anyways, and probably go through this training. So it might be something. I don't know if you want to like just take care of it, so you don't have to worry about it. You can just focus on studying for the seven and the 66 when you start so what they have asked me first week's going to be kind of cutting kind of orientation what they've asked me kind of come up with a plan uh, how long it should take me to kind of you know take the exam the series and everything my plan is to kind of get it done within the 90 days at least the 67 because that's all i'm going to do 
I am kind of putting everything on hold and this is the only job. I might do Uber a weekend just, yeah. just in case, you know, yeah. if I need like some extra cash. But uh, uh, I want to make sure that I get this out of the way so that I can kind of come back and fully focus on, you know, getting the, the courses that, with the WSO courses and kind of, you know, planning. Uh, yeah, I would get the SIE out of the way as yeah. fast as possible. I don't think it's hard. Yeah. I think it's something you could study for, for like a couple of weeks if you were focused on it. I'm going to try to do two weeks, like, a, like two hard. weeks about like 50 hours each week. Yeah, while, I think you know, you'll just, be good. I, I, you'll have to dig into it. I don't know the essay very well. I've never taken it, but just based on what I've read, I don't think it's that crazy. I think it gets a little harder when you're doing the top off exams. You got to study a little bit more, but more. some are more just like memorization of facts and stuff like that. A lot of it's yeah. just. They told me that as long as you have fun and we know what you're doing, they give you all the way till like a uh, December-ish, something like that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to try to get this done as soon as possible so that I can start to kind of understand what my job requires, the scope of daily, like a what to do list. So I can put in that 20 hours extra kind of, you know, focusing on that career related stuff for a W. Exactly. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, a, that's what the whole plan was. Remember, you were that was the plan. That. That's been the yeah. plan. Yes. The that plan. was been training me like get one job and do 50 hours that you can spend extra 20, 25 hours. Like if you add a whole year, that is what, like three, four, 500 hours. I can finish every course that you throw at me. You can do all the courses, but yeah, more importantly, yes. you can do more net, meet more Networking, people, figure out exactly what you want, that type of stuff while you're not drowning doing three jobs. Yes. And one more thing. I really want to go back to California. I, I love surfing love so it. much. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I was like, oh my God, I want to be back here. You know, I know everyone is complaining. It's expensive. It's not run well. I get it. But you know, I'll take the weather and ocean like anytime, you know. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's fair. Right now we have a little bit of smoke here. So I'm like, it gets me nervous when it's New fire City? season. New York City? Uh, yeah, near Saratoga. Near, um, okay. Yeah, and it's near San Jose. They were have a little bit of smoke up near the ridges starting to come down, and I'm like, oh, no, here we go again. Last August, <laughs> we were stuck inside for like I, a month. It was I bad. remember. I remember. I remember. I didn't know that you were in based in San Jose. San Jose, California, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, uh, I'm in a small town right next to Cupertino in San Jose. It's called... Yeah, Saratoga. It's like uh, for some reason I always thought of you like you're based out of New York, but because you worked in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in New York for about five, six years, so yeah, exactly. and then Philly a couple of years. Yeah. So yes. what I'll do is, um, okay, so that's good. So you're you're starting soon. So like yes. start date is. Yeah. So are you excited? Are you nervous? Do you feel like uh, I think it'll be pretty streamlined. Yeah, very streamlined. This is what I like about this because at least still there, you pass the test and everything. It is like step-by-step -step process. Like it's logical. You got to get the test. You got to study this many hours, you know, and everything from home. And uh, I went to school four years. I hope I have that skill down, you know, how to prep, prep for the exams and pass them. You know, I, I hope yeah. I got that part down. Uh, but this is streamlined. I, uh, Goldman finished around like July 25th. Mm -hmm. And then after that, since I'm in the military as a reservist, I have to kind of squeeze into like the 12, two weeks of like annual training. Mm -hmm. here in salt lake city but next year i'm gonna have to go to hawaii i'm gonna have to go to hawaii <laughs> have to They're get to hawaii uh, <laughs> <laughs> so bad they're forcing me so bad i don't know what to say you know but i guess it's something i have to do you know to just yeah. go to hawaii um so they allow me to do that annual training here i finished that and i'm like okay most likely they won't they uh didn't say anything but they highly suggested and i'm reading kind of between the lines here that uh, it would be great if i don't take any kind of you know vacation days till like uh, next year mm -hmm. so i'm um, i guess like uh this is the only opportunity i'll have like a couple of weeks just doing nothing i've been working like, you know crazy yeah 
no, it's a good idea. Yeah, take a break now and then push through the end of the year. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I think it'll be good. I think I, the good part about the training, yeah, I think 90 days is a pretty good target to try and pass all those exams. And then yeah. do you get any sense of like what the day-to-day is going to be like to help after you're done with the exams? So I talked to the guy who actually, like uh, through your help, like found on the LinkedIn and everything. He moved on to bigger and better things, a new company and everything. He told me that uh, you shadow basically. And you have this like a uh, certain clients that the firm already has. Mm-hmm. You basically shout out the people who are serving their needs, you know, when they call for the stocks or bonds yep. or whatever their portfolio is doing. You basically shadow them. So you have this like a set of answers. Of course, it's not going to be robotic, but you got to kind of be able to kind of put them at ease and tell them how their, you know, portfolio doing and all that stuff. After a little while, they push you to do some more kind of cold calls, you know, to people and you mm-hmm. kind of reach out, offering the firm services and stuff like that. Yeah. But he said within six months, you'll understand the basics of it, like what it is that you're required to do. And uh, they offer a lot of uh, over um, uh, uh, extra hours post 40. So they told me 50 is kind of uh, suggested, but if you want to work for like 55 and stuff like that, they mm-hmm. were more than happy to, to do that. Cool. Uh, so they're paying you a salary, but they'll pay a bonus based on hours yes. more? Yeah. More hours. It's, uh, once you start, they pay your base salary, but they also pay you bonus. On top of that, you have like a like extra hour. Like it, I think it's like a 50, Over, yeah, overtime. Overtime, yeah, 42 $43, something like that. Okay. That's yeah, great. Like, oh, that's great, yeah. That's I'm awesome. not going to complain about that. You know, working three hours, I three jobs, I barely, you know, push through it together. I was 30 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay, you know. <laughs> That's great. That's great. No, I think you're going to be great at this. It's a, I think it's a smart move because it's getting some financial stability uh, going and then it's going to allow you to kind of um, broaden your eyes as best, sharpen your, exactly. your toolkit, um, your tool set, and then start networking and trying to figure out the right kind of next step, um, even if it's somewhat entry level in a, in a different um, track. Remember, you asked me, what is it that you want to do in the long term? And I know everyone comes at you with the same thing. I don't want to be that, you know, starry-eyed, like 22-year-old kid. But I really want to kind of, if I can, break into uh, private equity, like down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know it's going to require an MBA. I check my GI bill. I still have about 14, 15 months. Uh, that is as a, as a, like a, you know, saved up that I haven't spent. So I was looking into like a Berkeley, they have a kind of night program. I was looking at Yeah, the one, thing I'll, I, the one thing I'll warn you and be careful about saying, oh, I know I need an MBA to break into private equity. I'll say even with an MBA, it's almost impossible without pre-MBA experience in private equity. Uh, without MBA, it's not, it's not possible. No, I'm saying with, without private equity experience prior to your MBA, it is incredibly difficult. Oh, I see. Even so The MBA a- is not the ticket. It's a private uh, I equity. See. I see. Uh, the MBA is the ticket to investment banking. If I you want to get there, it's, that's very that's very common, especially out of a Berkeley or a top school like that. Um, there's a lot of career switchers that end up as associates in investment banking. Um, and then from there, private equity, but it's harder once you're already an associate in banking. That's why that's why a lot of people will do bank, investment banking analysts for two years and then go to private equity as okay. an asso- pre-MBA associate. Uh-huh. And then Obviously. MBA, and then they try to get back in. But even the people who are pre-MBA associates in private equity, when yeah. they're coming out of the top business schools, they have to fight and claw to get the post-MBA private equity oh, seats. I see. Even them, not the people who are coming in from a fidelity, maybe do banking for a year or two, and then you go do an MBA yeah. to Berkeley. It's going to be, I'm not going to say impossible, but almost impossible to land. I'm talking at like a fund that's like 
a real fund, not a search yeah, fund where you're awesome. like, oh, I'm going to do my own business and I'm searching yeah. my, I'm raising my own fund. Yeah. I'm talking yeah. somebody, an established fund that's, you know, has a hundred million plus of AUM where I they see. can actually pay you a salary. Oh, I see. Um, like, yeah, you could find some guy who's raising a fund who has like $20 million uh, raised, but you know, what is, what's, what are his fees off of that? He's only making like $40,000 fees. So it's all just, he's only just paying himself like barely anything I see. just to do that. So like you need several hundred million dollars to support any sort of staff. I see. Um, and so like to get to that range where you're 500 million plus a billion dollar plus like a, a true private established private equity fund, you need to, you usually need to have some sort of private equity experience prior. Okay. Now I'm kind of putting the card before the horse here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's okay. It's, horse, it's okay. But... I think a lot of people are interested in private equity. It's, and for good reason. It's super interesting work. Um, it's, you get to meet CEOs, see if, you know, leadership of companies, help them, help the portfolio companies. You're, you're looking at a lot of new interesting businesses and deals. I think there's a lot of reason people like it, but it may, you know, the pay's extraordinarily great there as well. Um, uh, I would say private, uh, I'd say investment banking now. Have you seen the the base salary increases? Yeah, I looked analysts? at it. I was, it was crazy. 100 plus the bonus and everything. 120. 120. No, no, no. Uh, base salary. It's base. 120. I know. I know. 120 yeah. plus the bonus. Like it's like a 180 <laughs> yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Easy so, for a first year out of school. Patrick, so what do you think? That should then uh, push for at least uh, just uh, to doable the investment banking instead of a uh, Private equity with that. Just, I know. Well, again, I think. I think that's a. That's a. I think once you get the MBA, yeah, you almost date yourself. I know you're already older. Yeah. Like you don't have to share that. You're already a non-traditional candidate. But nobody like, let's ask me. Nobody asked me. But yeah, nobody asked nobody you. Asked so, like, me, yeah. but my point is, once you have an MBA, you get stamped as a more senior person. I see. And so, like, when you go there, you you want to go there with like a clear defined path of what you want out of it and what job you want out of it coming in. You don't want to be like, I'm going to go to the MBA and figure it out. No. Cause recruiting starts right away. Yes. Even if you know, Hey, I want to go investment banking. So like what I would tell you, yes. If you think investment banking is potentially going to open a lot of doors to you. And I would say, Hey, guess what? It yeah. does. It <laughs> Whether does, it's right? corporate development, corporate finance, I would say, why don't you work toward that pre MBA getting like, starting at going for like a, a middle market shop, like a Houlihan or a Rothschild or a Lazard or, or any of these things that are super competitive, but that are having trouble, they're having trouble hanging on to kids. Yeah. They're all quitting left and right because they're work, they don't want to work hundred hour weeks. Nobody okay. wants to work. Nobody wants to work hundred hour weeks. Right now I'm okay with that. I was working pretty much as much. As You're I'm working what? 80 ish, right? 92. 92. So you're working yeah. 92 hour weeks. Um, yeah, so you add on that with the pressure of people screaming at you and the, the high stakes of the thing. I was in the military. I guess I can't take something. You're used to it. So, but yeah. like, my point is like, what you'll have to convince these people is they're going to see all of your history. They're going to kind of get a sense of like, whoa, okay, you're non-traditional, but are you like, okay, are you 28 or are you like 35? I see. Because then they're going to get nervous. If you're super, if you're super old, like old compared to the 22, 23 year old, they're yeah. going to be like, I don't know where to put you. Like, should I make, I can't make you a senior analyst because you don't have the modeling skills. I can't make you an associate because you don't have an MBA. You've never done banking. So like, what am I supposed to do? Put you in as an analyst one when you're that old? Like, so that's, that's going to be the challenge there. But I can tell you, um, I don't think it's impossible. I just think it's, it's one of those things where it's number one about developing the right skill set, making sure you're, you're amazing at the interviews, 
and they're just networking like crazy and be like, Hey, look, I had a late start. Cause I was an immigrant. I came over here, blah, blah, blah. And I graduated Georgetown when I was much older. Um, that doesn't mean that I'm not interested in this. You know, the, the, the benefits are I'm used to long hours. I'm used to, you know, very intense work in, environments. I'm used to, you know, to, to grinding and I've, this is what I've done to improve myself and I'm, you know, I'm ready. And so the question is like working the 50 hour weeks with fidelity, like if you want to get to private equity, it's not an easy path, right? Like I don't, you could do it, but it's going to be, it's probably going to come at the need for you to go through banking first. I see. I see. Um, yeah, which is why like one of this, which is hard, man. Harder, I see. So this like it's, one, it, it's one thing for you to say, Hey, I did 90 hour weeks. There's another thing to actually work 110 hour weeks. So the 90 to 110, those additional 20 hours is extraordinarily painful. Because the incremental, every additional hour over 80, 85, 90, 95, each additional increment of five hours is that much more painful because it's so much more precious in terms of sleep. Um, working out, eating right. And all working that. out, forget it, working out. Like, yeah, just even eating right. Yeah, like yeah, just yeah, having yeah. any life. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, people compared to like the boot camp or like sleep deprivation and all that stuff. It really is. If you're at a, if you're at a shop that's actually doing a lot of deals and unfortunately a lot of it is like that. Um, and so, you know, I, what I'll say is doing that for a couple of years or even just a year and then making a smart lateral out, even if it's not to private equity can open up a lot of doors. I see. But you would highly suggest uh, to do that first before if you're me. willing to suffer i mean i guess at this point what is suffering for me <laughs> well no but if you're willing to suffer for a long-term career i mean but like you know if you like surfing and all this forget about all that stuff you want a vacation for a year forget about all that stuff you just talked about six months working 80 90 hours try try a year of that mm. <laughs> so it's like I one see. thing to say it it's another thing to actually live it it's actually really hurts I see. No, no, I, I'm, I have no doubt about that. It's just more of a, like yeah. a it's a kind of price to pay. Kind of, you know, to yeah, it's a price to pay. It opens up a lot of doors, but it's not the only, it's not the only door, right? So like, if you were to tell me, actually, I really am into real estate or, hey, I'm really into um, venture capital or growth equity. There's other paths. There's, there's potentially okay. a way you could get there. I'm not saying like, if you want private equity, I'm not saying don't go for it. I'm just yeah. saying, don't go to the MBA <laughs> thinking it's going to get you there. It is more of like a kind of like bouncing ideas, kind of trying to help you to kind yeah. of clear my, because my, my thought is very kind of muddy. I'm not, as you know, my like age, you know, the starting late and all that crazy stuff going on in my personal life, which I shared a lot. So mm -hmm. I'm sorry that, you know, I burdened you with all of that. No, but, it's uh, good. It's good. It gives me a better perspective of kind of where you're at and where your exactly. head's at and what you're, what you're dealing with. So my point is like with kids, especially, so imagine you get a job in SF or, or LA and in investment banking. You're not going to see your, like, you're barely going to see your kids ever. Mm, I see. I see. You're not in Salt Lake City working 90. You're like in LA or SF. Yeah. Working 90. Yeah. Or 100. 100, yeah. Um, and so like, could you do it for a year where you're sacrificing that um, or in exchange for, additional career flexibility and for that for that lateral yeah you could do that um but it's not for everybody it's not for there's a reason people leave at such high numbers um it's usually because number one it's extremely painful and, and tough it's not because the money's not good the money's great 
um, but it's just people can't they can't actually physically continue. Um, and number number three, they the opportunities are suddenly mm-hmm. being thrown at them of hey, I want you to come join this startup as a vice president of uh, finance, or I want you to come be the chairman uh, or be the you know vice chairman to the CEO, helping him do these analytics, or I want you to do X, Y, and Z. There's just so many co- corporate development, M&A role, that type of stuff. But uh, I think for a year or two, I can, because it's just not for me. It's also, I have, like, as you know, like the kids, I got to kind of make sure that if I got into this level, when I came as an immigrant, I want to make sure that I kind of, you know. I yeah, and if, you're work, and if you're working yeah. to, that's, this is the other thing. If you're willing to work hard, like let's say you're willing to do the 90 hour week senior, you know, analyst and you get, but, you, but suddenly you find yourself, you're in a good group that suddenly, you know, maybe it's not in, you know, an elite boutique doing a ton of thing. Maybe it's, maybe it's at a slightly lower middle market investment bank, which is a great, can be a great career. It's like a regional boutique. Maybe they're specializing in a specific niche and it's a little bit sleepier. You're doing like five to 10 deals a year. It's busy. It gets really busy sometimes, but then other times it's like 50, 60 hour weeks. If you can get into that type of group and that type of firm and build it like, that could be a, a career track. You could move up analyst, associate, VP, you know, yeah. um, and, and do really well. So then let's just shoot for that thing. Let's shoot good. for that. Let's yeah. shoot for that. I mean, well, at the, at the very least, the skills you need for private equity for whatever, you're going to have to develop yeah, all these financial modeling skills. skills and the interview skills. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It's the same do you path. Think, do you think I can't find something like that in LA, San Francisco area? Banking? Like the middle group, that kind of the last. Years. Yeah, not as much. There's more like elite boutiques and bulge brackets out there. There's not as, there's not as like, there's not not as much depth on the West Coast in terms of like number of small boutiques and middle market shops. But they exist. They're definitely there. It's not. It's not in New York. New York is for sure the biggest. <laughs> and Boston's a pretty big, pretty big uh, market as well. But um, yeah, you can find it. You can okay. find it, but you know, once you, once you, I, I would focus on the, on the job you have now, yes, make sure definitely. you do a good job. Yeah. Um, first things first, you know, have some stability there. And then um, we can start kind of hitting these, these sessions more like once a month. Okay. So I can push you in terms of being like, Hey, did you carve out 10 hours this week or what did you yeah. do? You know, which is what I want to show you this. I mean, I've done it, but I want to show you this real fast. Sure. Yeah. You know? Show me. Uh, so this August, I don't have anything here right now, but what I want to put it here, like not yep. five things I want to do daily. Yep. Workout, I have to work out. I will go crazy. Yeah, yeah that's uh, good. I just uh, maybe 20, 25 minutes of reading and I just read constantly to kind of keep myself, especially English is not my first language. The only way I can keep it fresh, just I got to keep reading. No, that's and good. Then, uh, number three, and it's not number three, it's not in that order. I want to do like daily 25 minutes of uh, WSO, you know, things that by my calculation if i do 25 minutes monday through friday and maybe half an hour an hour weekends uh again uh, persistence is the key here yeah i think uh, within like a three weeks i can finish one course at a time like oh yeah you know, excel and stuff like that and i oh, can yeah. actually repeat that so within six months once, once i know what, what's going on with my daily schedule yeah i will tell hey patrick i finished everything you could throw at me and i'm starting networking so i have like kind of you know 100 plus hours your coursework now let's kind of start. Uh, yeah, let's start you know, focusing less on the technical and the and the the tactical stuff. Let's actually start executing. Exactly. Yeah. What, yeah. Does that make? Does that? Does yeah, I think that's a good plan. I think that's a good okay. plan. It's just about starting though. Like, so you know, what I would say is, you know, let's let's meet up again in okay. 
four to six weeks to hear how okay. things are going. And cool. I mean, you're going to be studying for the exams. You're going to be able to set your own schedule. Yes. So I, I think you can start carving out half hour. Yeah, that's what I'm going to try to do. No, definitely. Half hour is yeah. not a bad, you know, it's not unreachable. It's just a lot every day. Doing it every day yeah. is tough. Yeah. Um, persistency is like, I think uh, that's the key that I need to kind of stick with. That's so any questions in terms of that? I mean, I, I, sorry to throw a wrench in your like, oh, I'm going to go MBA, private equity. Like I've heard, no, I hear that no, all no, 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 <laughs> That's good because it, I'd rather actually somebody stop me, somebody who knows what they're talking about because it's based on what I've been reading and stuff like that. You've been at the core of this for so many years. Well, there are people who go to like a Berkeley MBA and then get into uh, private equity, but, it's, but I would challenge you to look at their profiles. Yeah, absolutely. I will. Yeah. I will. Yeah, look at their profiles and look at the look at the people. I'm, I'd be very shocked if any more than like one or two didn't have pre-MBA. And also, like private equity and any of these jobs, like ultimate, like a goal is to tap, to kind of earn enough money and enjoy the career that I'm enjoying. So mm -hmm. maybe you will say that, hey, there's a startup, there's this, this middle market group, this is much better fit. I'm going to take stock, like, you know what I mean? It's not... I'm well, yeah, sometimes, sometimes there's like, there's the path of like, let me go to an elite boutique, work 110 hours a week, kill myself, then drive to a mega fund, work another 110 hours a week for another two years, then go to HBS, then go back to it. And like, at some wow. point you're just like, you've, yeah, wow. you're all of your twenties and thirties are gone. And you're like, yeah, you have three, $4 million in the bank, but you're like, look like you're 70 years old you're divorced and like uh have like you know I, I don't want that either i i really don't yeah. want that. especially with the kids i need to kind of spend time because later on they're not going to want to spend time with me so yep. I, this is the best time i have so um yeah uh, one last thing do you mind if we kind of uh, schedule this thing a little bit differently because i was told that uh monday through friday and i think we were given around 35 40 minutes break because mm -hmm. this isn't actually work it's more of like a training session for the next four months so yeah. i will come up with the hours and i'll let you know yeah what hours do work because i want to make sure that uh you know i'm not in the middle of meeting or something like that yeah what time do you start usually usually uh it, they said eight to five eight to four thirty something like that so we could do occasionally like a seven fifteen a.m perfect thing. but that's a salt lake city time so we're gonna have to make that is this west coast yeah, it's a uh, mountainous. I think it's like an hour. Um, hour, hour earlier. Oh, that's gonna be tough. Ahead. Hour, yeah, hour that's ahead. gonna be tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so maybe later in the day then. When do yes. you finish? Yes, something like. If you that's finish okay. five o'clock. Do you finish around five o'clock? Yes. Yeah. So around four o'clock my time. So yeah, that would yes. work. Four fifteen work. or something. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. That's great. Uh, but I'll let you know. I'll come up with the you know hours and I'll let you know. So that okay. You Perfect. So yeah, so I think uh, yeah, I think for you it's just really the question of now that you're kind of you're going to have a steady salary and all this stuff. It's just a question of setting that schedule. And um, I guess that'll be, maybe that's going to be your homework is just getting back to me with a set schedule of what you're going to hit first. Cool. Yeah, cool. I'm, I'm going to kind of copy and I'm mean, not a copy base, but I'm going to take a picture of that and I send you the email. Perfect. These are my schedule and this is what I'm doing daily. If you want to kind of give me like a, maybe pointers during the session or before, uh, after session. After I'm just going to say start. Cause like, as long as you're doing it daily, it's going to make yeah. a huge difference no matter awesome. what you're doing. Awesome. Because awesome, it'll awesome. build fast. And then in six months, by the end of, by the early next year, you'll be like, I've done all of this. I've done this. I've done this. What I don't want is early next year, you'll be like, it's just been so busy. I've been driving no, no, Uber. No. Yeah. some extra cash. No, no, no more. No more driving Uber since I have like a, some kind of basic stability. So no more Uber. You know, it's just I have like I can pay. I ra yeah, I'd rather you instead of making extra money on Ubers, invest in yourself, um, getting ready for this yeah, stuff. I, I really didn't have any other options. <laughs> so that's the only reason. So. 
Cool, man. Uh, all right. Thank you. Thank you so much. I let's talk. Uh, let's talk soon. Yeah. Shoot, me, shoot me a message. Bye. Absolutely. And thanks to you, my listeners at Wall Street Oasis. If you have any suggestions whatsoever, please don't hesitate to send them my way. Patrick at WallStreetOasis.com. Until next time. Thank you.